This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Um, this is a little lighter, a little more interesting. Well, not more interesting, but uh, interesting in a different way. Uh, we've talked a lot about the soaring cost of food, right? You go to the grocery store, you know what it's like. Food inflation last month was 10.6%, I want to say, maybe 104 um, whereas the rate of inflation has dropped down under 6%, uh, but food inflation has not. So everybody's looking for ways to cut costs. Um, and part of why we spend so much money um, on especially produce is we got to bring it in from far away during the winter months, uh, in fact, around the year for much of Canada. Um, gardens are a big help in the summertime. You can grow your own at home, of course, and a lot of people do that. And I bet you even more people will start doing that based on what we're seeing. Um, and, you know, that, that saves you big money. It's a fraction of what you'd pay in the store. Um, but unfortunately, we have one of the shortest growing seasons of anywhere on earth, really. It doesn't last very long. Um, but here on the show, we've talked about some of the initiatives that are taking place with high-tech farming. You know, we've talked about vertical farming and that sort of thing. Uh, some of that's done indoors. And there's a company near Cochrane that is really starting to grow, if you will, in this area. And we're going to find out all about it. We're going to speak with Chad Randall now. He is the founder of Good Life Farms. Chad, thanks so much for joining us. I appreciate your time. Well, thank you for having me. Um, tell us about this. Uh, Good Life Farms. Uh, give us the background. How long has Good Life Farms been into this um, high-tech indoor farming? Ah, yeah. Well, so uh, we started working on this, or well, we started looking at the whole concept of it probably 10 years back. And uh, it was in the back of my mind. Uh, I was always kind of exploring and looking at different technologies engaged in that avenue. And uh, last year, we actually had the opportunity to travel abroad. And uh, we started evaluating uh, different technologies on a more serious note. And so we actually started Good Life Farms here in the last year and a half. And uh, so, yeah, we've got our first facility inside up and running in Cochrane, Alberta. And uh, it started generating produce or uh, providing its uh, harvest uh, in December and January of this this year, January of this year. What is the setup? When we talk about um, Good Life Farms and, and what you're doing, it's sea cans, right? You're using shipping containers? Yeah, yeah. We, uh, we're actually using uh, what you call a shipping container. And uh, these facilities are manufactured in North America. And uh, we've looked at a number of companies, uh, Canadian Canadian companies and U.S. companies, and uh, we ended up uh, purchasing these, what we call a pre-engineered or pre-manufactured facility. And, okay, so that's that's the, the container that it's in, I guess, if you will. What goes inside it? What's the setup look like that you've built inside? Huh. Yeah, so inside, uh, it's made up of uh, a series of panels that uh, there's two main sections to the facility. There's a nursery, so you're uh, planting your seeds and establishing uh, uh, initial growth of your, your plants. And then from there, we move them into what we call a cultivar's area. And that area is a bunch of vertical panels. And uh, we can hold up to about four to 6,000 heads of lettuce at any given time uh, on those vertical walls inside each farm. Okay. All right. Um, what's the cost of setting up one of these farms? Ah, so depending on what you're doing, if you're 
you know, tying into the grid directly or you're um, adding solar and whatnot, sure. but uh, your summer is between two hundred and two hundred and $250,000. Okay, but it grows year-round, right? I mean, you can be producing crops year-round. Year round. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. You can produce 24-7, 365 days a year. They never stop producing food for the next 30 years, or as long as you maintain them. Um, what's the cost of maintaining? So you've got two hundred grand up front. What does it cost per year to keep one of these things running? And, and like you say, I guess it all depends on the setup, right? Yeah, it depends on the setup, and uh, it depends on your inputs, uh, types of seeds you're using, uh, the fertilizers and things that you're using. But essentially, um, it, yeah, it, I think that that's still a little bit out for debate. We're establishing ourselves, of course, being new at this, and we want to science out absolutely every detail mm-hmm. of uh, operating costs and whatnot. So, Is this happening anywhere but, else, uh, or are you guys pioneers? Ah, well, another great question. So there's actually a community of us. There's about 600 farms worldwide like ours, um, either, you know, a single farm type unit uh, or one can, if you will, or container, or they may have two or three. Uh, there's a couple of countries that have two or three. So, yeah, there's a few of us out there now. Um, and uh, and there's a few in Canada in some of the northern, more remote regions. Mm-hmm. Where do you anticipate this could lead? I mean, we, we, we talk about, you know, especially in this part of the world, how short our growing season is, and we talk about different ways of coming up with food production. I mean, how big do you think this could actually end up being, Chad? Oh, gosh. So that's a, that's a really great thought and comment, and, and I think that's kind of what inspired me to, to pursue this. Um, I don't honestly uh, see any limitation to where it expands to or goes as far as uh, rural communities, uh, because of the size of the footprint, I mean, it's essentially the same as three football fields uh, in one 8 by 40 type facility. Uh, it has the same growing capacity. And I can see us, uh, or I can see part of our goal is to help other farmers or people interested in farming, um, but maybe want to own their own farm, or we purchase the farm for them and they operate them on our behalf. But I can see this being in pretty much any small rural community uh, that has a need for fresh produce, you know. And, and I think that's really the objective is is to give everybody that opportunity, right? Yeah. Did you say that one of these containers can produce just as much as a football field? Uh, yeah, as uh, same as about three football fields of garden three. space. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Amazing stuff. Yeah. You're in Cochrane now. What's next for uh, Good Life? Where are you headed? Yeah, yeah. So there's uh, actually a couple communities or areas. We've got a, a couple counties interested in uh, some uh, setting up some facilities. And uh, we actually have a region with a number of small towns that is interested in us setting up a facility in their area to supply the local grocers. So um, yeah, that's kind of what our eyes are, yeah, uh, yeah. Know, our sights are set on. So, Interesting yeah. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> we'll follow it along closely. Thanks, Chad. Appreciate your time.